We have a multi-million dollar question tonight. Will Donald Trump be barred from New York's luxury real estate business and forced to pay perhaps $370 million for falsifying financial records? Here to break it all down and what's at stake, Shark Tank judge and chairman of O'Leary Ventures, some call him Mr. Wonderful, we'll call him Kevin O'Leary tonight. Kevin, thank you so be for being here today. I have to ask you, I mean, look, some people look at all this and they say, is this what happens in business, what Trump has said he's done or is accused of being done? You've been doing real estate for decades. Does this case strike you as odd? Well, let's leave out Trump for a minute and let's leave out politics and just talk about what happens in real estate development anywhere. So if you're a developer and you've got a building on, on a block anywhere in America and it's worth, let's say, $500 million and you want to build a building right beside it, you go to the bank and say, this building is worth $500 million. I'd like to borrow a construction finance loan against this asset. And I want you to tell me it's worth 500 million too. And the bank negotiates with you and says, well, no, we think it's worth 400 million. And you fight it out. You're always trying to show your assets in the brightest light with the sunshine you could possibly determine for them. You want them to be worth the very most because you're only gonna get a 40 or 50% loan to value as it's called. Then you borrow that money in the case of a $500 million asset, maybe you get 250 million and you build a new building with a construction finance loan. And so that's what this case is all about. What, and, and by the way, forget about Trump, every single real estate developer everywhere on earth does this. They always talk about their asset being worth a lot and the bank says no, and that's just the way it is. So. In this case, when I'm trying to figure out, and I'm not pro or con, or I don't care about the politics, who lost money? Nobody. The bank got paid back the construction finance loan, and a new building was built. And if, if you're going to sue this case and win, you've got to sue every real estate developer everywhere. This is all they do. This is what they do all day long, every day. So I don't think this thing will ever survive appeal, regardless of what the fine is. This doesn't even make sense. Now, look, I know Trump's got a lot of problems in other indictments and everything else, but, but this, if you're a real estate developer, you're watching this, you're saying, what is this? This is ridiculous. Well, you know, the thing is, most people who are in this world are not real estate developers, and they necessarily don't know that this is the way maybe things are done, even if it might be violative of the law. But the question about who loses money, and I've heard this argument, and he's raised this argument, and others have raised this argument, but who's the little victim here? How about the fact that um, you can get a tax benefit for having overvalued or having a different value that's actually normal? Doesn't that deprive the state of revenue? Is that enough, do you think? <laughs> I know you're laughing, you better but this is ready to rich people problems are very different than my world. Go ahead. <laughs> the, the, I, I mean, I get it. I get it. I totally get it. And you're making a valid point. But it's humorous in the sense that you have to sue every single real estate developer here in Miami, in Chicago, in Los Angeles, in Detroit, in Dallas. This is what they do every day. This is what the real estate game is all about. It's getting construction financing against stabilized assets. When a building is fully leased out and everybody's renting it and you've got offices or you've got apartments in it, it's called a stable asset. And you value it and you go to the bank and say, this asset is worth 500 million. And I wanna borrow 250 million against it. And the bank, 
always negotiates with you. Everybody understands how this works. And that's why I think it's going to be very, very hard to make this stick in, in, in reality later. This is, this is not, of all the things that Trump's being accused of and being litigated for and indicted for, this is not his problem. This is, this, this is not his problem. He's got much worse problems than this. This is, for real estate developers, this is a joke. It's fascinating to me to hear this perspective because you don't often hear it from that particular angle. And of course, you wonder if everyone's doing it and one would have to sue everybody, does that mean that they got to have a, a bigger prosecutor's office or that the laws have to change to make it something I mean, I mean, you, you cannot do? Like, what is the solution here? You get punished for it or you shouldn't do it or you know what? It should be okay. The first question, is everybody doing it in real estate? Yes, everybody's doing it. Not only domestically, all around the world. This is how it works, okay? Now, you don't want to be Donald Trump and get embroiled in what looks like, I mean, it looks to me in this presidential race, and I'm not in favor of this, that the courts are being used to try and sway voters on both sides of the equation. I don't understand why we're trying to you know, impeach Biden, what a waste of time. And, and his son and all this stuff and all of this litigation on Trump hasn't moved the needle for either of these candidates. It do, people don't care about this noise anymore. And it's obvious when you look at these poll results. And so why keep doing it? I mean, let the voters vote and decide on the merits of both. I'd rather hear policy. I'd rather not hear about Trump's real estate woes in New York. I'd like to hear his tax plan. I want to hear about security at the border. I'd like to hear foreign policy from both of these candidates so I can make a decision as a voter on which of these people should be president. And the rest of this stuff is just horrific noise. When in America do we sue sitting presidents and former presidents? We've never done this before. This is mad, really bad for the American brand. This is kind of, it feels like Venezuela to me or something. This is nuts. I'd rather, we're so close to the election, we're months away. Let's talk policy. Give me some meat on the bone. This stuff's getting too crazy. Oh, bless your heart, Mr. Wonderful. You want to know the policy and politics. <sighs> what a Washington, D.C. that would be. That would be wonderful, wouldn't it? Nice to see you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate hearing your perspective because, you know, I lean into it. Mr. Wonderful, thank you so much.